welcome to the Leadership Life and Business Podcast, where we explore the skills, traits, and mindsets to help you increase your impact in both your personal and professional life. I'm Jeremy. Thank you for joining me for today's episode on understanding dopamine. It's been a while, but we're back in the swing of things. I've upgraded my equipment, so go back and listen to the first few episodes and tell me what you think. All right, let's dig in. What is dopamine and why should you care? Well, dopamine is a molecule in your body that is the primary determinant in how you feel and what drives you to do the things you do. Dopamine impacts things like motivation, desire, craving, even satisfaction, and your sense of well-being. And of vital importance, your willingness to push through effort, your drive, which is the primary focus of today's episode. Let's get into a bit of background information to set the stage. How much dopamine is circulating through your system has upper and lower thresholds, being tonic and phasic. Tonic is your baseline level of dopamine and phasic is the peak release. Now, this is extremely simplified, but the important part for our purpose is the peak to baseline ratio. Generally, a lower ratio is going to be better for your day-to-day well-being. Too high a ratio can lead to dramatic swings where you feel amazing for a short while, then not so much. Intense release of dopamine can reduce the baseline of your overall dopamine production. So you'll want to be mindful of stimulating too much dopamine release in a short period, especially if you're looking for a consistent amount of drive. Unfortunately, that means overstimulating yourself watching television or mindlessly playing games on your phone or endlessly scrolling through social media on your phone while eating candy bars and drinking soda isn't exactly setting yourself up for success. Now, that might sound a bit outlandish, But pay attention to both yourself and those around you. I'll wager you see exactly that or something pretty dang close. No judgment. I've been guilty of it. Just these situations impact us way more than we think. So be mindful of it. It's also important to limit giving your brain too many cheap outs. Your brain's pretty smart. And if it can get what it wants easily doing very little, then why would it try something hard? If you're consistently on social media or YouTube or watching television, or engaging in libationary celebration of your day, why would your brain be motivated to do anything else? It has everything it needs, has that constant drip of cheap dopamine, and it barely has to do anything at all for it. You want to start being more motivated to do better things? Stop doing so many useless things, and you will. Barring any debilitating psychiatric limitations, that's a fact. Give it a shot. Imagine with me for a moment you're home, and the power goes out for two weeks. No phone. No internet, no electronics. By the end, your house is likely to be cleaner than ever, and you've almost certainly picked up some weights, or walked more at least, and those books that were lying around finally got some attention. This follows the idea of a dopamine detox, where the premise is to eliminate or drastically reduce the consumption of activities that provide immediate hits of pleasure or reward. This helps rewire the brain to seek out longer-term rewards. Do that long enough, and it'll become your new normal. It'll be just as easy to work out and read as it is to sit and watch television or scroll through social media. Now, for those of you wincing, it's not an all-or-nothing proposition. Take some baby steps by refraining a bit more, do a few more beneficial things, and go from there. Let's look at some other ways to ramp up your baseline. You'll never guess how. Exercise, eat healthily, and get good sleep. That's right, the tried-and-true trifecta. Regular exercise has been shown to increase dopamine production in the brain. Regular exercise being participating in moderate to vigorous physical activity at least five days a week for at least 30 minutes per session. 
depending on your fitness level, this can be anything from brisk walking, jogging, cycling, swimming, or any other form of aerobic activity that raises the heart rate and increases breathing. Consider some strength training a few days a week as well. It seldom hurts to pick up those weights and keep that bone density high. And if you're a nerd about that type of thing, check out Wolf's Law. Engaging in consistent healthy eating really helps to boost your dopamine. Consuming a diet rich in amino acids, particular tyrosine, can increase dopamine levels. Some foods that are high in tyrosine include almonds, avocados, bananas, chicken, eggs, fish, and dairy products. Now, this isn't a health podcast and I'm not a nutritionist, but eating a well-balanced diet is pretty universally accepted to help people perform better and it also increases your dopamine. Now, some things to avoid. Sugar. Consuming large amounts of sugar can deplete dopamine levels in the brain and lead to decrease in mood and motivation. Processed foods can also deplete dopamine levels in the brain as they often contain high levels of sugar and added unhealthy fats. The soda and Big Mac is a double whammy. I don't know about you, but I've never felt particularly motivated after upsizing my value meal. More like I feel like not doing anything for the rest of the day and just dream about trying to find my bed and go to sleep. Many of us like the occasional libation in the evening, be it a glass of wine, beer, or even a nightcap. The lighter and more occasional, the better, as excess of alcohol consumption has also been shown to deplete dopamine levels in the brain and lead to persistent decreased mood and motivation. Don't kill the messenger. Caffeine is another one we'll want to be mindful of and purposefully consume, especially if the objective is to increase your baseline motivation and performance. Caffeine can provide a short-term boost in dopamine levels. However, excessive caffeine consumption can lead to decrease in dopamine production over time. Be considerate of your overall caffeine intake. Caffeine can be a good tool, but take a measured approach as it can affect dopamine in a number of ways, including poor sleep. Speaking of sleep, sleep is absolutely essential for healthy brain function, and it helps increase dopamine levels. This is something so many people chronically neglect. Avoid getting to bed too late. I understand you have a million things to do, but you probably aren't putting your most quality work in when you're fatigued, and you'll likely end up redoing much of what you feel you accomplished or make a tremendous amount of unnecessary mistakes. I'm not saying you can't burn the midnight oil from time to time out of necessity. I will say, take note of how you feel and what you accomplish the next day, and see if you kept any of those gains or gave them all back in recompleting and poor performance through the next day or even next few days. Ultimately, lack of good sleep can decrease dopamine production and lead to fatigue and low performance. Almost everyone knows these rules, but many don't follow them, which is fine. Just don't sit around wondering why you aren't motivated or performing at your best if you aren't covering the basics. Most of this stuff is common sense, but knowing it and doing it are two different things. Hopefully, this is the last little nudge you'll need to get inspired to make some tweaks to your routine and start amping up your dopamine baseline and your performance. It's incredible how a few minor changes can have such a huge impact on your day-to-day performance. Give it a shot, and until next time.